The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Back to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Saturday, May 20th edition. Hope everybody's having a good start to their weekend. We have a eight-game early, seven-game main slate to attack. Hope everybody's Friday night of DFS action went well. Tonight and today, we have rain, rain, rain. We had some issues yesterday. They bobbed and weaved around. Today might be difficult unless reports have changed or will change because... Kansas City at Minnesota, wind's blowing in heavy from left center. I like to pitcher in this matchup, but not likely going to use him now. We're talking around game time of 99% chances of rain, and it stays in the 90s for most of the day. And then about 7 o'clock at night, it starts getting into the 40s. So that doesn't look good in Minnesota. Milwaukee and the Cubs, wind blowing in hard from right field. Another pitcher I had my eye on, especially in GPPs. We're talking... 60 to 70% chances of rain and thunderstorms in Chicago. We saw the delay yesterday there. It was nasty. Could be nasty again. And see, the other reason why Minnesota looks great, it's going to be in the low 40s. It was pitcher's heaven. Chicago's going to be cold in the mid-50s. Two great pitching environments for us. Both might be gone. The, the, the early slate might go down to six games. We shall see. Um Washington at the Nationals, another day game. Uh, as the game goes on, we're going 30 to 50% chances of rain. Keep an eye on that one. But Atlanta's always got weird thunderstorm chances, so who knows how that one plays out. Uh, Rockies at Reds, 40% or 30 to 40% chances of thunderstorms. Keep an eye on that one. Lots of humidity and nice temperature there. So the ball will be flying out of Great American Small Park. To get into the evening slate, Giants at Cardinals, 30% chances, but as the evening goes on, it gets heavy, so love to get that one and get it in quick. Keep an eye on that one. And that's about it. Uh, so the day slate's got a handful of them. Night slate's a little rough. Uh, Texas at Detroit, wind's blowing in hard from left field. Me likey that. But, wow, that is some bad day slate weather. Let's get into your game totals on the day to give you an idea of what we're looking at here. On the day slate, Royals at Twins was a total of 9. Brewers-Cubs, 7.5. Red Sox-A's, 8.5. Phillies-Pirates, 8.5. 
Blue Jays Orioles nine and a half. Bolzinger versus Gaussman. Mad Max is on the mound for the Nationals at Atlanta. It's a total of nine. Thank you, Bartolo Colon. Indians at Astros, total of nine. Yankees at Rays, total of eight. Rockies Reds, total of nine. That's your day slate to the evening. Angels at Mets, a total of eight. Rangers at Tigers, eight and a half. Giants, Cards, eight. Marlins, Dodgers, eight. White Sox, Mariners, eight. And the D-backs, Padres. Robbie Ray versus Luis Perdomo is a seven and a half. So definitely some nice offense to attack, especially in the early slate, but weather permitting. Let's get into that early slate. Your top pitcher on the slate is obviously Mad Max Scherzer, $12,600 at the Atlanta Braves. Mad Max just filthy, 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 filthy. A little beat up last time, but it's only because he went six innings, still at eight Ks. Only 17 and a half points prior to that back-to-back 30-point outings. 25 or more points in all but two starts this year. Going up against an Atlanta squad, which we know – don't expect too much. They're striking out almost 20% of the time. Decent Woba of 321 against righties. But let's remember, that was with Frederick Freeman, who he gone. He's gone. So this team, they did hit the ball pretty well last night, better than I thought they would. But um, as a whole, that team's going to struggle a little bit. Uh, Mad Max on your barrel fips. Overall in the season, he's number three. With a 244 barrel FIP, getting barrel 279% of the time. In the last 30 days, he's number four, getting barrel 2.88% of the time, striking out 33.09% of the batters he's facing. Mad Max is that good. We shouldn't have to talk too much about that. Braves do have an implied team total of 4.09, so people think something there. Lefties hitting 324. Righties are only 202. Lefties are talking like Marcakis and Ciarte. Yeah. So righties hitting 202. Gets Mad Max. Big righty lineup there for the uh, the Bravos. So Mad Max, 12-6. Very nice play. He does like to give up the home run from time to time. That ballpark plays small, but very good play on the slate. Next up, I did like Jake Arrieta at 9400 bucks at home against... Let me preface real quick. Masahiro Tanaka is $9,700. There is K upside, but A, he's not striking anybody out this year. Tampa Bay's hitting people good. And Tanaka is getting barreled up like a bad man. His last 30 days, he he wasn't on the last 30-day list. But overall in the season, he's 12th, getting barreled 7.07% of the time. So I just wanted to bring that up. But back to Arietta. $9,400 at home. I loved the cold weather, the winds blowing in in Wrigley. Sure, he's you know he's had some rough starts. There's no doubt in that. He's been giving up a lot of loud contact. Two homers in his last start in St. Louis. Coors Field, I, I kind of look away from, but he pitched really well against the Phillies. Then he struggled at Boston. Pitched well at Cincinnati. Okay with Pitt. It's just it's off and on with him. It's a lot of it's uh, walks and keeping the ball in the damn ballpark. He's given up a lot of home runs this year. But he's not on the barrel list, which is good. So it's not a lot of lot of hard contact often. But the big thing is he's striking out over 24% of the guys he's facing. And the Brew Crew strike out over 24% of the time as well versus righties. They do hit righties with some power. But the weather conditions were good. I thought he's a great GPP play because everyone, would they steer clear of Arietta lately. And the Brewers have the lowest supply team total on the board of 317. Lefty's hitting 295. Righties 267. 
It was a definite GPP gamble. Would I have been surprised if he gave up some runs? No. But uh, definite upside there when it comes to Jake the Snake. So if the game plays, if weather shows up and it's fine, I don't mind gambling on some Marietta. But uh, weather looks horrible. Moving on to Vinny Velasquez. $9,200 at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, Vincent, man, he was a flamethrower in years past. He's kind of died off there, but uh, his last start, five innings, two earned, five Ks. Prior to that, seven innings, two earned, eight Ks. Just He's not getting you the big, big point productions that you're used to, but he's going up against a Pirates team that is less than ideal. I, I mentioned Josh Bell the last few days. If you're paying attention, he's hitting the ball really, really well. That's a guy to keep an eye on. Then you got like McCutcheon, who's really he'll, he'll run into one, but overall not playing well. The team as a whole isn't a good offense, but uh, their team Woba is 290 versus righties, below average, striking out 19% of the time. Vincent Velasquez striking out 26.6% of the batters he's facing. He got the Pirates with um, a team total on the day of 440. Left, he's hitting 347. Right, he's hitting 316 off Vinny. I think it's a good spot for him in that uh, he's definitely got a nice park shift from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh. Uh, the slate's got a lot of question mark pitchers. And the other thing is, when it comes to punting, it's bad. Like, usually I'll get you guys a punt or two that's worth a shot. It's bad tonight. So, you're going to have to take some gambles on some of these higher-priced arms. And Vinny Velasquez, the, the upside is there when he's on. He's very, very good. But he's just been very inconsistent this year. So, definitely upside gamble with Vinny Velasquez. Next up, Yvonne Nova in that same matchup, $8,700. Nova has been outstanding. He's striking out almost 18% of the batters he's facing. He's barely walking anybody, and that's why we love him a lot. Philadelphia striking out 23% of the time versus righties. Um, Nova limits the hard contact, which is definitely ideal. Lefties hitting 351, righties 293. They do have some nice lefties in that lineup, but a lot of righties as well. Interesting matchup, but Nova has been outstanding. He's consistent, and he pitches great at home. Very good look at 8700 bucks. Pitcher I really liked in Minnesota today, Ian Kennedy, coming off the DL for Kansas City, 8400 bucks. But that looks like a washout and a half. Um, big K upside with this guy. Big K. Before his last start, we got hurt. It was 6Ks, 3Ks, 10Ks. Uh, when he faced Minnesota, 5 and a third, 2 earned, 6Ks, 17.6 DraftKings points. Sign me up for that right now. 8400 bucks. But like I said, weather looks bad. Real quick look at Kennedy here. Um, where do you go? All right, there. Striking out 22.4% of the batters he's facing. Minnesota striking out 22.2% of the time. He's been very, very good. Minnesota team total 455, which is rather high. Lefty's at 298, right? He's 315 off of Kennedy. Was definitely a GPP gamble with that K upside. We will be looking at Drew Pomeranz, $8,300 at the Oakland A's. Concern here, though. He left his last start with an arm injury, but everything's fine. He had tightness in his tricep, it says, but the MRI came back negative. He's on track to pitch today in Oakland. All is good, onward and upward. But you know how it is. That's a scary situation. But... He does strike out 26.4% of the batters he's facing. The walks are always a problem. He's almost walking 10% of the guys he's facing. Control, control, control with Drew. Oakland is average 303 Woba versus lefties, and they strike out 23.3% of the time. They can definitely run into a few. 
against the lefty. We've seen that many times. They did okay against Sale last night. Not great. Obviously, Sale struck out another double-digit night. Um, pitched great, and they walked it off late. But um, that's just because Sale's get run support. But Pomeranz at 8300 bucks, definitely a GPP gamble. Uh, you got Matt Andrees, who's been pitching well, but do you want to throw him up against the Yankees? That's an ugly situation, but could be a GPP dart. I'm just naming guys now because the pitching gets bad from here. Chase Anderson, good pitching conditions in Chicago. You're facing the Cubs, though. Chase Anderson is 12th best on the barrel flip leaderboard this year. He's done a good job of limiting the damage, getting barrel 2.09% of the time, striking out over 20% of the batters he's facing. So if you want to get crazy, you can roll the dice with Chase, but I yeah, that's, that's some crazy, crazy is what that is. The only real punt I can somewhat get behind is uh, the bottom of the barrel, Mike Clevenger, 5,600. I've been big on him. It's all about walks. He pitched really well last time, and then he ended up walking guys. He ended up with four walks. It gets, da- it gets dangerous, but he has really, really, really good stuff. Strikes out over 22% of the batters he faces. Houston's not a huge strikeout team. We know they can hit right-handed pitching. It's a very dicey play. They have the third-highest team total on the board at 465. Lefty's hitting 241, righty's 385 in a small sample against Clevenger. Total punt at 5300 bucks. I'm not even joking. Like, it's very, very, very risky. Very risky. But overall, the punts are just bad. So Scherzer, 12-6. Arietta, 94. Velasquez, 92. Nova, 87. Kennedy, 84. Pomeranz, 83. Clevenger, 56. The way the weather's looking, this could be a eight-game slate turned into six. So be careful. Let's go to the bats at the catcher's position. Gary Sanchez, 4,600 versus Matt Andres. Brian McCann, 4K against Clevenger. like that play a lot. Salvi Perez, 36 versus the lefty Mejia. If it doesn't get rained out, that's a really good play. Mejia making his return from the minors for the Twins. Uh, we got Willie Contreras, 3,600 versus Anderson. Weeders, 3,500 versus Bartolo Colon. Oh, poor Bartolo. He, in the last 30 days, he is eighth worst on the barrel FIP leaderboard. 6.09 FIP, getting barreled 7.09% of the time, barely striking out 10% of the batters he faces. Not good, Bartolo. Not good. Um, if we really want to get into it real quick, national second highest implied total at 4.91. Lefty's hitting 3.39 off the big Bartolo. So keep them in mind. Weeders, 3,500. You go down the list, you got Cameron Rupp, 3,200 versus Nova. Jason Castro, 3,100 versus Kennedy. Uh, keep going. Tyler, F- no, Yon. Nah, yeah, 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 I wouldn't go there either. Where's the one I was looking? There it is. Fegley, 2,900 versus Pomeranz. Uh, he usually, like I said yesterday, faces the lefties in that one. So keep an eye there. If you want to get weird with Tampa Bay, you know, you got Sucre at 2,600. He's actually been swinging it pretty well for them. Um, but that's about it. Catchy's, catcher's pretty you know, bleak most days when you cut a slate in half. It gets really bleak. First base, Joey Votto, $5,100 against Sensatella. Sensatella giving up a lot of hard contact this year. Anthony Rizzo, 5K. Ian Desmond, 4900 in Great American Small Park. Like Desmond, as always right now. First base, outfit eligible. Mark Reynolds, 4800 for Colorado as well. Zimmerman, 4800 versus Cologne. Um... Could look into some Hanley Ramirez, 4,100 versus the lefty Sean Manaya. Definitely an option there. Carlos Santana, 4,100 versus Mike Fires. Mike Fires gives up a lot of loud contact and a lot of big flies. 
So keep an eye on that. Cleveland's just so inconsistent, but they do hit when they get hit. It's scary. 324 um, fires getting hit. 324 by lefties, 378 by right-handed bats. Just keep an eye on that. Josh Bell's up to 4K. Guy's been swinging it his last few games. If you really want to get into it here, um, 12 points, 18 points, 18 points in his last three you go 7, 18, 7, 18. That's not a bad, like, six-game stretch there, Mr. Bell. Got a nice matchup against Vinny Velasquez. Uh, Matt Holiday, 3,800 versus Andres. Lomo, 3,800 versus Tanaka. Definitely in play. Price tag's coming up. He was 3,300 yesterday. And now he's facing Tanaka, and he goes up to 38. DraftKings doing their thing again. Edwin Encarnacion, 3,800 versus Fires. Mitch Moreland, I would stay away from that one. Uh, Ryan Healy, first base, third base eligible for the A's at 3,300. And that'll finish us off at the first base position. Lomo at 38 is nice. Josh Bell at 4. Not saying they're must plays, but they're gonna, they'll be two nice low-owned GPP plays. Second base, Jose Altuve, 5,100 versus Clevenger. Daniel Murphy, 4,100 versus Cologne. Daniel Murphy, great play tonight. Phenomenal play. Lock and load that one in that ballpark. I believe he went yard last night. That ballpark against Cologne. Murphy at 4800 bucks is great. D to the Dozier, 4600 uh, tonight against Kennedy. Starling Castro, 4200 versus Andres. Batting cleanup for the Yankees, Starling Castro. Uh, Kipnis, 4100 swinging it really well. Facing off against Fires. Go to Cesar Hernandez, 3900 versus Nova. I told you how lefties are hitting Nova pretty well. Cesar Hernandez, good baseball player. Really good, good at baseball, as they say. Jose Ramirez at Cleveland, second base, third base eligible, 38. Josh Harrison, second base, third base, but leading off 3700 bucks first Velasquez. Don't mind that at all. Can't remember if I showed you the Vinny Velasquez. Pirates, team total of 440. Lefties, 347. Righties, 316 versus Vinny. Uh, Pedroia, 3700 versus Manaya is worth a look. Adam Fraser had the day off yesterday. He's been leading off for Pittsburgh. Second base outfield, 3500 bucks. Don't know how he had the day off yesterday. I mentioned him in the podcast yesterday. He has a great play at leadoff. He had the day off prior to that, 23-8-10-13. Those were his last four DraftKings days. Nice little leadoff player. Moving on. Jed Lowry, switch hitter, 3500 versus Pomeranz. You could look into, uh, that's probably, it's usually the end of our line, actually. But, uh, yep, that is the end of the line. Heading over to the third base position. Chris Bryant, 5400 bucks. Nolan Arenado, 54 Arenado went deep again. Guy's just raking, and that ballpark's just not fair. Miggy Sano, 4800 bucks. Good play against Kennedy. Kennedy, I like, I like the K upside, like I said, but he gives up a lot of loud outs, and... If you listen to the StatCast pod by MLB StatCast, this week's episode, big thing on Miguel Sano and his, his hard contact rate and exit velocity, best in baseball. Better than better than Aaron Judge, better than Giancarlo Stanton. Kid's a beast. Good stuff on that podcast, like 25 minutes long. Mikel Franco, 4K versus Nova. He's been swinging a good. Ejono Suarez went yard yesterday. He's 4K. Liked him yesterday. Don't mind him again today. Like I said, Sensatella, lots of loud contact. Uh, mentioned Jose Ramirez, Marwin Gonzalez, 3,800, third base outfield eligible versus Clevenger. Chase Headley, 3,700 versus Andres. The Yankees. That's why Andres is intriguing, but Yankees, 4.03 implied team total. Lefties, 289. Righties, 324 off Andres. 
the reverse splits for Andres is what makes him a little intriguing in a GPP, but just so hard to fade that Yankees lineup. It's so hard. Uh, but GPP, I can somewhat get behind it. Longoria, 3,600 versus Tanaka. Um, mentioned Healy already. Go to, that's usually the end of our rope on this one. Yep, that'll do it. Let's head over to the shortstop position. Carlos Correa, 5,300 versus Clevenger. Turner, 5K versus Cologne. I still can't get behind paying that tag for Turner, but on a slate like this, I can see a little more appeal. Zach Cozart is up to 4,800 bucks. My God. Did not ever think I'd see the day when Zach Cozart was that expensive, but he's been raking. He's almost averaging 10 DraftKings points a start. Like, it's crazy what, what Cozart. Yeah, after Cozart and that crazy price tag, you got Francisco Lindor at 4,500 in a really good spot versus Fires. I love stacking against Fires. He throws, it seems like, one good start every four. So if he throws it today, that's fine. I'll come back to the well. People just light him up like a Christmas tree. Cleveland very much in play. I, did I say their team total yet? Team total 4-3-5. Lefties and righties. Righties really hit him hard. It's crazy. Crazy with that he's still in the league and other guys aren't. Xander Bogart's 41 versus Manaya is a really good play today. Valeka had the day off yesterday. 3700 bucks versus Adelman. Very much in play, especially if he's hitting in a good spot in that order. Didi Gregorius, 3500 Tim Beckham up to 3400 He went up in price to face Tanaka. Ray's price tags went up against Masahiro Tanaka. I know he's had a bad year, but wow. Just goes to show you, people. Severino's getting the love in the DK world. Gotta love it. But then I was reading yesterday that their algorithm is just broken because it's just nothing makes sense right now. It's pretty pretty interesting things. Dansby Swanson is actually swinging a half-competent bat right now. I haven't been mentioning him much at all, but like last night, 25 points. But, he had, but this is what he does. He had a 3, a 0, and then four games ago, he had 19, 14, 5, 5, 7, 5, 7. Even those 7s and 5s aren't horrible because he's 2900 bucks. But he is facing Mad Max tonight, so... Wouldn't go all in, but if you're not using Max and you want to punch shortstop with potential upside, I'd put it in quotes, potential upside. You got Swanson at $2,900. Your punt at shortstop is Adam Rosales, $2,300. Rakes lefties. I didn't mention them yesterday because it's Chris Sale, and you just have no business playing against Chris Sale unless you make a 1,000 lineups and you want to make a contrarian one. But against Drew Pomeranz, Adam Rosales is definitely in play at $2,300 as a phenomenal punt play. Because if 2300 bucks doesn't hit, that's fine. But if it does, Golden, Rosales loves lefties. Um, I, the last like four or five years, stats are just insanity with him against lefties. So, yes. Going to the outfield, Charlie Blackman, 5500 bucks, Same price as big Bryce Harper. And Blackman finally deserves it. Mentioned yesterday, if you're going to pay up, pay for him. He got you double-digit points. Didn't even leave the yard. I could see home runs this weekend in Cincinnati. Love Blackman at 5500 again. Bryce Harper, 5,500 versus Cologne is another great play. They're both phenomenal. Both, uh, we mentioned how lefties crush Cologne for Adelman. Lefties hitting 343 off Adelman, righties 338. So Blackman's in a great spot as well. Both very good outfielders. Obviously, price tag makes that obvious. That's 5,200 versus Benaya. Judge, 5K versus Andrews. We mentioned the reverse splits. Righties hit Andrews better than lefties. Overall, he's been great this year, but that's that. Billy Hamilton's up to 5K versus Sensatella. Reds are priced up today, boys and girls. But gets on base, he's going to steal against Sensatella. So 
good contrarian play. No one ever plays him at his normal price tag. I don't think anyone's going to play him at 5K. So if you want to get different on your GPP lineups, Billy Hamilton's definitely someone to keep in mind. George Springer, 4900 Corey Dickerson, C. Dix up to $4,600 by God. I think he hit 4K yesterday for the first time. I got okay. Sorry, I got to look at the game log here. My goodness, 4600. He has 42 yesterday. He has 44 a few games back when he had 28 DraftKings points. He's been 46 one other time. Okay, there's that. I had to check. I'm like, I don't remember that. Gardner 4400 versus Andrews. Gardner's having a great great season so far. Uh, Jason Worth, 4,400 versus Bartolo. Schwarber, 43 versus Anderson. He's heating up. Althair, 4,300 versus Nova. Like me some Duval at 4,300 tonight. Aaron Hicks, boy's been raking, 4,200 bucks. Keep him in mind. McCutcheon mentioned him. Kemp, 4,100. Ellsbury, 4K. He's had a big game yesterday. Josh Reddick left the building again yesterday. I told you this guy is just raking. Nobody owns him. He's... 4K now, his price tag keeps slowly creeping up, hitting at the top or near the top usually, usually, not every day, usually, in that Houston lineup. 4K for Reddick, really nice play there. Lorenzo Cain, if that Kansas City game plays against the lefties, a really nice play, 3900 bucks. Kepler in that same game at 3900 K with the Chris Davis, got a couple knocks last night. Maybe he's heating back up again. He's 3900 versus Pomeranz, nice value play of potential dongage against the lefty Pomeranz with Chris Davis. Colby Rasmus, 3800 bucks versus Tanaka. like that a lot. Man, I'm definitely getting in for some Rays action, especially at those prices. Everybody loved the Rays when they were cheap. Now they're not cheap. That ownership level should be nice and low. I know Tanaka can spin a gym from time to time, but he's been so bad in that loud contact. He can throw six innings and strike out ten for all I care. When they hit four dongs off of him, I'll be happy. Um, got Beltran at $3,800. Benintendi, 37 wouldn't go too heavy on either one of those. NCRT 37 versus Scherzer. Not the greatest play, but memory max does give up a homer or two, and they'll fly in that ballpark, especially the lefties, so keep that in mind. Jorge Soler versus the lefty 3,600 was definitely a play. Hernan Perez been swinging to go back. Odubel Herrera, lefties off a of no, but 3,600. Steven Souza Jr., 3,600 is worth a look. Keon Broxton, 35. I mentioned Adam Frazier for the Pirates at 35, second base outfield eligible. Kiermaier, 3,500 versus Tanaka. Let's check out. I forgot if Tanaka's a splits guy or not. I don't think he is, but let me double check before I get too deep into this weave. Ray's team total, 397. Yeah, he is. Lefty's 287, righty's 307. But the averages don't show the loudness of the contact he's been giving up. Rajay Davis versus a lefty. Davis loves lefties. He should be leading off for towards the top of that A's order. $3,500 versus Pomeran. Chisenhall, $3,500 versus Fires. He's always a lefty in that Cleveland lineup I like to target because no one else does. They look to the top of the order. Chisenhall hits the ball just fine. Um, Alex Gordon, no. Jorge Bonifacio, if he's playing good... Uh, Good right-handed stick in that lineup. Hit, hit a home run last night. He's 3,200 versus the lefty Mejia. Keep an eye on Bonifacio. Never gets owned. Uh, Chris Young for Boston versus the lefty Manaya. He's 3K. That's a nice value play. Chris Young does very well versus lefties, folks. Most people know that. He's 3K, so a nice way to punt and pay elsewhere if you have to. I still Adam Rosales, 2,300 bucks is your punt. You can get some cheap catchers, too, if you need to. 
But that'll take you through the outfield and our offense on the early slate. Pitching Scherzer, Arietta, Velasquez, Nova, Kennedy, Pomeranz, Clevenger. Um, you're stacking up the likes of uh, the Nats versus Big Bartolo for sure. Houston versus Clevenger is interesting, even if you're going to punt Clevenger. I like the Reds versus Sensatella a lot. I like the Rockies versus Adelman a lot. Those two, that that could be a nice game stack. What did I say the total was? There it should be nine, nine and a half to the top of my head. Um, Rockies, Reds is a nine. Definitely worth a target there because everyone will be flocking to the Nationals and others. So it's good look right there. Don't mind the Pirates a bit, especially the lefties, 347 off Velasquez. So get those ones in. Make it happen. Let's head to our seven-game main slates. One spot of rain we mentioned, but we'll start off with Carlos Martinez, 11,100 at home against the Giants. It's always a walks thing with Seymour. When he's not walking, guys, he's striking them out. Uh, seven or more strikeouts in three of his last four starts, back-to-back 7K games. He has 21 or more points in three straight, uh, 18.7 or more in four straight. He's been outstanding. Price tag is a little steep at 11-1, but on this slate, we will play with it. He's going up against the Gigantes team, which we know struggles at the plate. They are in a good spot yesterday against Michael Waka. They couldn't even get it done. So when we're talking um, C-Mart striking out almost 23% of the batters he faces, walks are up to 9%, which is scary. Giants striking out almost 20% of the time versus righties. Uh, very bad team well, but as always mentioned. Team total 371 on the slate. So C-Mart, definitely a great price at that option. Just like the early slate, the punts are bad here. At least we have a couple $7,000 arms to target, unlike the early slate. Justin Verlander, 10-5 at home against Texas. Verlander's got that strikeout arm working. Um, and the big thing with him is you look at his home starts. His roads, he's been okay. He's getting the strikeouts, so he's giving up runs. But his last two home starts against Cleveland, 7 innings, 4 hits, 2 earned, 5 Ks, 21 points. Seattle, 7 5 0, 8 Ks for 27.6. He's been really, really good at home. The roads, he struggled. He even dominated Boston at home. So. Definitely keep that in mind. We know Texas can rake, but Verlander striking out over 27% of the batters he's facing. Um, Texas striking out 22.4% of the time. They do hit everybody, but they're very inconsistent when they do it. Um, team total 396. Lefty's hitting 273. Righty's 287 off of Verlander. Verlander at 10-5 is a great player tonight. I like him a lot. We know Texas can go off at times, but uh, on this slate, Seamart and Verlander both worth the five-digit price tag. You can roll the dice with Samarja, K upside, soft contact, but you know how he gets blown up from time to time. But he'll be low-owned tonight against the Cardinals at 9500 bucks, so it's definitely worth a look in that regards. But next up, Robbie Ray, 8900 versus the San Diego Padres. Ray striking out 28.5% of the batters he's facing. Padres... Striking out 21.6% of the time against lefties with a Team Woba of 263, which is horrific against left-handed pitching. Team totals fourth lowest on the entire day at 374. Lefties hitting 289. Righties 345 off of Robbie Ray. So there are some righties in that Padres lineup that make it interesting, but we love Robbie Ray and an $8,900 price tag on this evening slate. That's about as automatic as it comes. Likely very, very chalky, but... I'm not too concerned about the chalk on this one. Outstanding play. Robbie Ray, $8,900. Next up, you have Julio Urias coming off his blow-up in Coors, which you expected. But prior to that, 
Six and a third of one earned against the Pirates where he tried to go for his no-no. Then back-to-back decent start against the Giants. But like I always say, A, it's walks with him because it gets his pitch count up because they're keeping him low. His highest so far is 95. They're not going to stretch him past 100 at all. So 8200 bucks isn't horrible. He's been in the eight to $8,800 range. It's just you need the Ks with him. Miami is horrible against lefties like we've talked about yesterday. Um, Uriah striking out 22.6% of the batters he faces Miami 21% of the time <clears throat> excuse me Miami where are you at second lowest total on the board at 354 lefty's hitting 356 righty's 304 off of Urias. it's just so dicey with him the upside is great he's a phenomenal arm but like two starts going to the Giants 8.4 points even though he pitched 5 innings um, he's got to get the strikeouts He's not usually going to go past six for sure. Usually it's only a five-inning start. So he's going to have to lock it down and lock it down early. So I don't mind him. It's just always huge risk. So 8200 bucks with Urias. Zach Wheeler at 8K has been throwing it really well. Angels, you know, bats are soft. few ones that scare you there. Good ballpark in City Field. Wheeler just doesn't strike out the world. The Angels don't strike out a ton. But sneaky good spot. Uh, I said they don't strike out a ton. And, you know, DeGrom laced him yesterday but he's got one of the best k rates in all of baseball definitely not wheeler's not Degrom, but he'll be low owned he's pitched great of late at 8k so he's worth a look i can definitely look into that one at 8k now we get a little cheaper and a little i guess gutsier giovanni gallardo 7100 at seattle um he's been an interesting punt for us this year he's at home against the white Sox in seattle Three earned runs or less and three straight starts. Does give up the long ball from time to time. But the K's are, when the K's are there, he's getting you 15-plus DraftKings points. 7100 bucks. I'm all aboard that train. Uh, when you're looking at Gallardo's numbers, he's striking out 18.1% of the guys he faces. White Sox striking out 22.6% against righties. Woba up 316. Their team total is not even that high today. Uh, only 386 on the bottom section of that. Lefty's hitting 326, righty's 350. So, you know, Jose Abreu's been on fire with yard again last night. They do have some right-handed bats that are a concern. No doubt about it. That's why it's a risky punt play at $7,100. Another risky one, but the guy has been really good. I listened to some stuff on him on a recent Fangraphs podcast, the, the Effectively Wild pod. Luis Perdomo, really, really good stuff. Three earned runs or less in four straight starts. Nine seven five five. Those are his K's in his last four. Ground ball to fly ball. Ten to two. Ten to zero. Twelve to one. Thirteen to two. And his pitch count's not even high. His highest pitch count there is ninety six. He's usually around ninety pitches, getting you fifteen or more drafting points in all four of those starts. He's seven K. I know the D backs are scary, but what does that sound like? Low pitch count, decent strikeouts, ground ball to fly ball like this. I never would have guessed it until I started deeper diving into him last night. Once I listened to that podcast. The numbers are crazy with Perdomo, and he is essentially pitching like the National League version of Dallas Keuchel. Now, if you go back and look at his story, I'm not going to bore you with that, but he barely kept up in the league. He's a Rule 5 pickup for the Padres. Long story, and he's resurrected it. He's, they taught him a two-seam fastball late last year when he started figuring things out. Once he started using the two-seam, things changed, and so we've seen it. It looks really well this year. Now, the D-backs are a different beast. I do want to mention the last 30 days, Perdomo is 16th best 
and barrel FIP. He's getting only getting barreled 2.52% of the time the last 30 days. And in the last 30 days, striking out over 26% of the batters he's facing. So it's a very intriguing play. Not everybody's been on board with this guy. Uh, the D-back strike out almost 24% of the time versus righties, but we know they crush him. Jake Lamb double donged yesterday. Goldie's hard hit percentage has been asinine this whole season, but especially the last few weeks. I saw up to like 70% the last like two weeks, which is insanity. We know they can rake. But Petco's definitely different than Chase Field, so that's worth a good look. The uh, D-backs have the fifth lowest implied team total at 376. Perdomo could be a sneaky play. Um, he's not perfect. There are blowups in the making. He'll be 7K against a D-backs team where he'll be super low owned. I am excited about the Perdomo chances tonight. I like both pitchers in that game, Ray and Perdomo. I, it's a very intriguing game to me. And the other thing, when I mentioned at the beginning of the pod, the total seven and a half is the lowest on the board besides Milwaukee, Chicago. So it's the lowest on the evening slate. So it's very, very intriguing in that matchup. Your punt below 7K is Alex Meyer at 6400 bucks. The guy gets raked. He gives up a lot of loud contact. But he wasn't walking guys his last time. He's six and a third, three hits, one earned, two walks, seven Ks. Prior to that, he was okay at five and a third, four hits, three earned, seven Ks. When he's getting the strikeouts, because he has really good stuff fastball-wise, little movement, he's not bad. So 18.6, 27.3 his last two starts. But he does get hit a lot, and he walks, guys. When the walks aren't there, it's messy. We used him one time when he was a super cheap punt. He was doing great until he started walking the world on us. So definitely an option going up uh, against uh, the Mets, striking out almost 20% of the time. Average Woba, 314. But like, as, like I said, his walk rate's 15.3%, while his K rate's 24.6. So it's like a, a, a good and a bad. Which one are you going to play with the poison? It is in New York, nice, you know, pitching environment. But lefty's hitting 402, righty's 323 in this short sample size. You know, Bruce Conforto, definitely worth looks there. Punt play. That's all it is. Punt play. So there's your pitchers. Seamart, 11-1. Verlander, 10-5. Robbie Ray, 89. Urias, 82. Wheeler, 8K. Gallardo, 71. Perdomo, 7. Meyer, 64. Some interesting looks there, to say the least. Uh... Both slates are full of gambles outside of like your top options. So it'll be fun. Catchers, Posey, first base catcher eligible, 45. Not in the best of spots tonight, but not bad as always. Wellington Castillo, 4,200 versus Bolzinger. Castillo is swinging a great stick this year, folks. Went yard last night. Uh, Bolzinger pitched one good game, then he got blown up his last time. Blow-ups are what we expect from Bolzinger. Baltimore, definitely in play. Guess I'll give you the good juice on that real quick. Highest total on the board tonight, Baltimore, 5.04. Lefties, 3.47. Righties, 3.95 off of Bolzinger in small sample. Gasmani Grandal versus the righty. Dan Straley at 3600 bucks is in play. Alex Avila, 3500 First base catcher eligible. His price tag went up. Yay. JT William Muto, 3400 James McCann, 3200 Both in play. Mentioned how righties are hitting Ray pretty well. If you're going to fade Robbie Ray, Austin Hedges at catcher is 3K. Definitely in play if you're going that direction. Uh, then our, our our Rene Rivera, they finally showed him respect. If you're using one of the cheap uh, Mets catchers, Rene Rivera and Ploiecki are both 2700 bucks. Nice value there if you're fading Meyer. Um, AJ Ellis, if he gets the catch 
tonight against Urias. He's 2,400. Not ideal, but for a punt, worth a look there. But I'd go no lower than your Mets catchers, most likely. Austin Hedges at 3K is not bad either, even though I love Robbie Ray. First base, Goldie, 5,500. Crush Davis at 5,100 versus Bolzinger is outstanding. Mentioned Jay Bruce, first base outfield at 49. Cody Bellinger, first base outfield. He went deep again last night against Straley at 47. That's a really good play. Will Myers at 47 is a great play. So there's five outstanding first basemen right out the gate. Megan Cabrera's day-to-day. Justin Smoke versus Kevin Gossman. Smoke's 4,500. I love how they keep rotating Morales and Smoke, which one's going to be more expensive. But uh, Toronto's inconsistent, but 4-4-6 total. Lefty's hitting 292. Righty's 367 off Gossman. Righty's so... Jose Bautista, please step right up. Justin Smoke, 4,500. Mentioned Posey. Jose Abreu, Riders hit Gallardo well. Abreu's on fire at 4,500. Kendrick Morales, 44. Brandon Belt, first base outfield, 4,100 versus Seamart. So the Giants were priced down against Waka, up against Seamart. That's good. Matt Carpenter, 4,100 versus Samarz is in play. Uh, Trey Mancini, first base outfield eligible, 3,700 for Baltimore. Like I said, the righties are crushing Bolzinger. Both sides are, but righties are. Mancini, swinging a good stick this year. Uh, Mentioned Alex Avila already. TJ Rivera for the Mets, first base, third base, 3,500. Yeah, I wouldn't really take that risk. The upside's not as big usually. Louis Valbuena, 3,400 first base, third base for the Angels. is always a sneaky potential. Matt Davidson of the White Sox, first base, third base. Used to be third base only. Now you get both options. He's 3,200. Danny Valencia against Pelfrey, 3,100 for the Mariners. Let's head over to the second base position. Uh, Ian Kinsler, 4,300 versus Griffin. Neil Walker, a left-handed bat versus Meyer at 43. Devin Travis, right-handed bat versus Gossman at 42. Jonathan Scope, 3,800 bucks. He led off last night. That's... Definitely improves his value, folks, if he's leading off in that lineup, especially against Bolzinger tonight at $3,800. Keep an eye on that Baltimore lineup. Mentioned how much I loved Chris Taylor of the Dodgers yesterday against the lefty. Well, he went ding-dong. He's $3,700 against Straley. It's not as ideal, but I still don't mind him at all against Straley. Colton Wong, $3,300 versus Samarza is definitely in play if he's leading off as he has been. Yolmer Sanchez, $2,900 versus Gallardo is in play. Keep an eye on that as well. Let's head over to the third base position. Matty Machado, 5,200. Jacob Lamb against the righty, 5,200 after the double dong performance. Joey Gallo went deep last night, 4,400. Jed Jericho hits righties very well. He's 4K for St. Louis. Uh, The Todd Father, 3,800. Just so inconsistent. Kyle Seeger, 3,800 bucks for Pelfrey. is very, very attractive. Um, Ryan Schimpf would not use him. Would not use him. Stay away. Stay away. I mentioned, you know, Davidson, Valbuena already. Most of the third basemen are on the other slate. Yeah, that's it. Wow. That is crappy. Um, going over, you have to pay up tonight, folks. Don't get cute at third base. It's almost like, don't get cute. Shortstop, Gene Segura, 5100 bucks versus Pelfrey. Corey Seager's 4,500. He's just so, so not consistent at all right now. But he's Corey Seager, so I get it. Jose Reyes, 38, would, you know, is not a bad look. Left handed bat versus Myers, third base shortstop. Chris Owens was 4,400. That's pretty steep for, you want that home run upside for price tag like that. Not saying Owens can't go deep, but not the best matchup. 
Let him as Diaz, 37. Andrus, 36. Taylor Motter, 3,400. Second base shortstop. Brandon Crawford, 3,200. Could be worth a look. Shortstop is bad tonight, folks. My God. Yeah, that's bad. I wouldn't go below Crawford. Not worth the gambles there. Going to the outfield. Mike Trout, 5,700 bucks. J.D. Martinez, 5K, both in play. Mentioned righties off of Gosman. Jose Bautista, 4,900. Lefties off of Meyer. Conforto, 4,900. Nelly Cruz, 4,800. Bruce, I already mentioned earlier, he's 49. Bellinger's 47. Mentioned him. Got Mark Trumbo's up to 4,600 bucks. Adam Jones, 45. Both right-handed bats versus Bolzinger. Omar Mazzara, 4,300 versus Verlander. Giancarlo, 43 versus Urias. Dexter Fowler swinging it well the last few days, 4,200 versus Samarja. Samarja, you know, people love to target him because he gives up runs, and I get it, but you know, he, he makes it interesting. It's hard to stack against, I'll tell you that much. Avisil Garcia, 4,200. Brandon Belt mentioned him. David Peralta, 4,100 versus Perdomo. He's really good at optioning against right-handed bats if you're looking to go some D-backs action. Yellick, 4K. Gamble, 3,800 versus Pelfrey. He's a good play tonight. like that a lot. Um, mentioned Mancini at 37. Marcelo Zuna versus a lefty, 37. He's kind of cooled down, but I don't don't ever fade Marcelo if you don't have to. Not a must play. Just don't get crazy. Jock Jams, 3,600 versus Sterling. is a good look in that one. Hunter Renfro with the home run upside, 3,500 versus Robbie Ray. Uh, Denard Spann, he just keeps hitting. Had the, the big hit last night. He's 3,400 leading off for the Gigantes. Definitely worth a look there. Tyler Collins, 3,200 versus Griffin's a nice value play in the outfield. Tigers back. Griffin's been pitching really well this year. I could see some GPP upside there if you want to get weird, but um, I definitely could get behind it if you want to get weird. Just those Tigers bats can be scary. Very scary, but no one's going to be using Griffin, so I, I get it. Jared Hoying for the Texas Rangers, 3100 bucks. Nice value play. He's placing Verlander's the only downside, but good value. Been hitting with a lot of power since getting the starting opportunity there. And that should just about do it. Oh, you got your left, uh, another face in Straley tonight. So there goes that. Yeah, that 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 will do it. So below uh, 3100 with Hoying. So not a ton of value on this slate compared to a couple you found on the early slate. Pitching, Seamark, 11-1, Verlander, 10-5, Ray, 89, Urias, 82, Wheeler, 8K, Gallardo, 71, Perdomo, 7, Myers, 64. You're stacking Baltimore against Bolzinger. Lefties and righties. Righties almost hitting 400. Looking at Seattle versus Pelfrey is always interesting. Lefties hitting 377, righties 364. He doesn't give up a lot of home runs, but definitely worth a look. And that one, Detroit versus A.J. Griffin. Lefty's hitting 391 off of A.J. That's why, you know, Tyler Collins, 3200 bucks. Alex Avila, 35 Go Victor Martinez as you want. He's actually pretty hot right now. I, just, I usually never mention him because he's so inconsistent. And if you're paying for a first baseman with Detroit, you're paying for Miguel Cabrera. But he might be out tonight. So you might have somewhere to go there. Given he's Avila at first base also. Dodgers versus Straley. Lefty's only hitting 285 off Straley. Righty's 311 with Dodgers. Do crush le- uh, right-handed pitching. Blue Jays versus Gossman. Righty's hitting 367. Joey Bats and company. Uh, so some good looks around the evening slate there. That'll do it. Check your weather. Make sure things are good to go there. Got some nice contests on DraftKings today and tonight. So you have eight game early, seven game late. That early slate's got some serious rain to play with. But good luck with that. Hopefully, it was a good weekend. Preakness today. 
lots of baseball, NBA playoffs, the works. I'll be back on Monday with you. Maybe I'll sneak one in tonight. Maybe. But no promises. i got a busy day. Uh, some stuff I have to do. Um, so I don't know if I'll get to it later tonight or not. But good luck. Hope everybody has a great weekend. If I don't get to you tomorrow, I will get back with you on Monday. And this was your MLB DFS Quick Hits Saturday, May 20th edition. Thank <laughs> you.